Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove and welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I am a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. So I'm here to talk to dancers about what they do outside the studio. Whether it's cookie decorating, tie-dye, a passion for plants, or starting their own businesses, dancers fulfill their creative passions in so many different ways. Dancers Doing Stuff is about living your most creative life. So if you love dancers and creativity, you are in the right place. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. My name is Haley. If this is the first time you're watching, welcome. If you're a returning viewer, that is so cool. Uh, today, I have a really, really cool episode for you guys. The craft is like maybe the most complicated one we've done. I don't know, the, the resin crafting, that was kind of crazy because that was like a little toxic chemical situation. This one is not toxic, but there's a lot of steps. And honestly, I don't really know what I'm doing. So we're going to figure it out, but it'll be fun. Um, the guest today, oh, okay. So these two dancers are amazing dancers on their own. I met them in New York when before the whole world shut down. Um, Meredith and Austin, they are so cool, so talented. They can do all styles. Um, they are just incredible dancers. Like, oh, well, you'll see, you'll see. I mean, I'm sure you've seen because, as you probably know, they have joined forces in a union of love and TikTok, and they have been taking over social media, and it is just so cool to see someone like you know and respect and you know look up to in the dance world and just like see them thriving and like living so so much joy they're just giving so much joy to the world and like that is what we need so bad this year so i'm just so excited and honored to have them as my guest today um you may know their tiktok costume mayor so definitely check it out we're gonna obviously talk about that and we're also gonna talk about just them as people, their dance career pre-TikTok, and you know, what is this whole new dance in the digital world stuff, and I don't know, I'm just so excited. I'm going to have to really rein it in because I have so many questions, and I have to keep it to an hour. So, as always, now that I've hyped them up, let's show a little video of them. I mean, it is so hard to pick one, but they sent me this one, so I'm going to share it, but literally go watch all their videos. Like, oh, so good. Okay. Enough talking from me. Because this is a podcast, you can't see the video. But trust me, it is great. After the episode, make sure you head over to Essentially Haley on YouTube or Dancers Doing Stuff on Instagram so that you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. Surprise! The sponsor for today's episode is me. Well, not me exactly, but the Dancers Doing Stuff Patreon. With the Patreon, you get a ton of really fun perks, and you get to help support this show. Some of the perks include fun behind-the-scenes content, getting to know the guests beforehand, and being able to submit questions to them. There are Zoom dance parties and stretch sessions. I give you 
all the craft supplies you need for the month and you can craft with us live on YouTube. And we also have a private Discord. There are a ton of things and those are just things that are happening right now. I really want to make stickers so maybe I can send out some mail. I don't know. I've got a lot of ideas. One of the ideas is the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. When we get 100 patrons, I'm going to start donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So that might be hiring a videographer for a concept video, or actually paying your dancers, or getting them at least some good snacks. There are so many ways that dancers can be supported, and I would really love to create a community where we can all support and lift each other up and just all be creative. So the more patrons we have, the more money I can give back. Definitely check out the Patreon and let's get this community growing. Like what? That's so fun. And like all of their TikToks are like real dancing, which I really respect too. So enough of me blabbing. Let's bring them in. Let's make sure I don't mute them. Give them a round of applause. <laughs> Yay, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for having us off. We are so <laughs> really excited to be here. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Yay. I'm excited too. So let's, okay. So this craft, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like a little scared of it. No, I'm very scared. I feel good. I'm, I'm the only one of the three of us that like feels pretty confident. Like <laughs> okay. I, think, okay. I think it'll be good. Okay. Okay. If, if you're confident, then like, I'll trust that. So basically I wanted to do something because I know you guys are moving, we can say where eventually, but I know you guys are like, you know, the pandemic is is getting a, a little freer, vaccinations are happening, you're going to be living in a place that's probably not your parents' house anymore, so I thought we could make like some artwork that you could have in your home, and then also, I wanted to do something that was like a TikTok related craft, because I know there's whole, like... TikTok honestly scares me and I know that there's like witch talk and like craft talk and like I don't know <laughs> probably like puppy talk and then there's like the dance TikTok that like right. is more like our world but um I saw this wall art thing so basically what we have to do this is like so many steps we have a canvas we're gonna paint half of it then we're gonna stab holes in it in a cool design then we sew it so let's yeah so let, let's just try okay so I'm gonna like tape it and so while we do this if we're like mentally capable of doing this I would love to hear a little bit about like your dance journey like how you started dancing so you guys can like take turns and tell me sure. basically your whole life story um we're actually using casual <laughs> recycled canvases we're gonna paint oh over but yeah his mom shout out to my mom she owns like her own little art business and like has all these extra canvases and so, so we like, like always have here stuff. how have cool right that is so cool and then that makes it even more meaningful oh my gosh i love right. it i know right circle. that's really cute okay i'm doing just like a random diagonal line i think we'll see what happens so yeah, tell me basically your entire life story, casual. Well, actually we were just, when you were like hyping us up so beautifully in the intro, we were actually like talking you know, in the shadows and we were like, oh my gosh, how crazy that Haley like knew both of us separately 
before we were like together, uh, together. Yeah. and like we always do we we do like podcasts and interviews like a lot these days and it, it's funny because it's not people that like have known us separately but how cool that like right it's not just like you don't know just like cost and mayor like you know both of us individually which is so cool yeah i know it's it's so funny i actually i remember the first time i saw you guys like walking down the street by Gukaku and I was like oh my gosh like is something brewing there maybe <laughs> oh my gosh. actually when we were just in New York we ate there and like reminisced and it was the best it was so I miss great it. I miss it so much where so where you're both from different places obviously yes yeah and you want me to go first yeah sure first. <laughs> um yeah so I'm actually from a small little town called Elizabethtown Pennsylvania um, it's like right in between the capital, which is Harrisburg, and Lancaster, which is known to be Amish country. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, it sounds very like Victorian of you to be from there. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it um, is. I'm not Amish, so I'll start there. <laughs> Good to know that on the record, not Amish for all the people wondering. I know that was a common question you always get. Right. It is. No, it, it really, we get really swamped is. with Amish <laughs> But um, I moved to, well, I started dancing when I was nine years old uh, because my mom actually, I always say, I always use the word forced, but it was like a good kind she of She had force. me in a chokehold. She No, but she, because I used to play like baseball and b-ball with my dad because he was the coach. And there was one day where we got to like the baseball, t-ball tryouts, but I showed up to the tryouts in like full tears because... I knew that I didn't want to do it anymore, but I was afraid to tell my dad that I didn't want to do it anymore. So I was just, I just came clean and I was like, dad, I don't want to do this. Like freaking out. He was like, okay, cool. That's fine. And then like for the next like month or two, I was becoming a pain in the butt to my mom. And she was like, okay, we need to, <laughs> we need to find something for you to do. And she signed me up for a triple threat class. And Shadi's been a triple threat ever since. Wow. Who is From he? From the jump. From the jump, a triple threat. No yeah. way. <laughs> right. But um, so I, whoops, that was a lot of pain. Um, so yeah, that's how I started. I was in this triple threats class and I came out of the class and I immediately asked my mom to sign me up for every style they offered. So I jumped into hip and tap and jazz and you know ballet and you know everything because I was just I literally instantly fell in love with it and literally have not stopped since I started teaching like little tiny kids at like 16 and that's kind of what I knew that dance was what I wanted to do with my life so I took that opportunity to just go headstrong into it and you know, my mentor at the time took me under his wing and really started training me and teaching me like basics and foundations. And I moved to New York in 2017. Yeah, 2017. And been living there for the past three years, minus this last year because of the pandemic. But, right. but yeah. So thanks, thanks to my mom first, you know, taking this rando dance studio in our town and just saying, you're doing this. Or else. Or else, literally. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's not typically like, 
the, the, the thing that people do for for boys which is like right, a shame right. it's like that's not like oh you don't want to do t-ball it's like okay we're gonna find another sport we're gonna stick to exactly i've always said that too that literal same thing Haley. that like when i first heard his story i was like wow that's so different like you yeah. That's and that's how it, it should be. I mean, I think nowadays it's a little bit more like that. But probably when we were all growing up, it was just a little, you know, right. we the world wasn't as woke as it needed to be. And it still has a right. long way to go. Yeah. But <laughs> shout out to your mom for being woke. No, literally. And then, well, yeah, I mean, she's got the canvases. She's got the impetus to put you in dance. Like, she should be on the show. Right. <laughs> no, truly. <laughs> truly. <laughs> but like right at that age, I was also doing like community theater too. Like I, my mom and dad knew the director like very well, and we had like a good family, you know, friendship with him. So and you I was were doing... triple threat. So I mean, right. So like, so, I mean, why the world was I... always... What else why... were you gonna do? You know, I mean, it was just written in the cards. Truly, amazing. So... <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, when did you start dancing? This is, um, this is one of my favorites. I, so I have funny. a pretty non-traditional background too. Non-traditional just because I'm like an idiot. But <laughs> I, I didn't start dancing until I was 14, which is like super, super late for dancers. I know. So I it's had no so, idea. Yeah, I have like no technique. It's wild. So, oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. but, but I I started late in life, but I always, like people are like, so why would you start when you were 14? Like what made you want to start? Because I was, I played soccer for like 10 years. So I, yeah, I started dancing when I was 14. Um, I played soccer for 10 years. I was a real sporty chick. And <laughs> I just, but I always was that kid that just like was obsessed with like putting on shows for my family. But I, I was never like married to one type of performance. Like I wasn't really a dancer. So I would put on a lot of different shows. I was kind of like a one woman variety act. So like, you're also a triple threat is what you're saying. Oh, oh, I had, I oh, was, was like, a, it was like quintuple. <laughs> I, I had no boundaries. Like I did magic. I did puppets. I did like, I was out there. I'm pretty sure I had some like miming experiences. Like I really went Ooh. for it. I, just, like, I obs- love it. I, yeah. My, I wanted to be a magician for a really. She still kind of wants long. to. I still kind of want to. That's, like, <laughs> Honestly, same. Honestly, yeah. same. But I was like really into it loved a one woman comedy act I just like put on shows to my family all the time so I was like always very like drawn to performance but then I always and I just like loved watching dance like I loved watching dance on YouTube like my whole life I just loved watching it and a lot of my friends dance and like a lot of close family friends dance we would always go like watch them at their recitals and competitions and stuff and I would always be like oh my gosh I love this like I felt so alive watching it and so I would always be like, oh my gosh, when I, when I grow up, I just, I want to be a professional dancer. And when anybody would ask me, I'd be like, oh, I want to be a professional dancer. And they'd be like, do you dance? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> I should probably get around to, so to learning how to do <laughs> yeah, that. It's like slightly part of something that you might need to know. So yeah. I was like, I'll take some classes. So I join I auditioned for a hip hop company so all of my like base training is like very very foundational hip hop which I probably took for granted at the time because I didn't really know how like valuable and like rare that is to have like very yeah. foundational training but I think it served me it's it set me off on a really really good path I be, I was so passionate about it I still am and it's just it was history from there I 
decided I wanted to be a versatile, well-rounded queen. So I went to college for dance and did all the technical things. I did a bunch of theater and blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> moved to New York. And here she is. And here I am. The, the multifaceted, <laughs> the multifaceted technical queen she magician. is. <laughs> <laughs> show, I love it. Amazing. And so you both, Austin, did you do ProSem? Or did you yeah. just yeah. like is one it, of the people who one of the exactly. four people in New York who didn't do prosem? But I know Meredith, you did prosem, right? I did. Yeah, that's that's how I kind of moved to New York. I always am really impressed with people who moved who to New York with like no program to do. Like, right. wow, that is I, very I, impressive. I know. I say the same thing. I I would have been like floundering without it. I think, but I was I was still floundering. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm still floundering right now. I'm just a straight up flounder, honestly. But yeah, that's so interesting. And so, what was your? So you can both answer this separately, unless it's the same. What was your first like professional experience in New York? And I say professional experience, not job, because I know sometimes we don't get paid for professional things that we should be paid for. So I say experience, not job, because you can count non-paid experiences. I love that. That is very true. <laughs> because that's so true. I feel it's like as a true. dancer, like most dancers do so many professional grade things mm -hmm. before you do like jobs that you're actually getting paid right. for. And sometimes the jobs that you get paid for are the least professional of the experiences that you've had. <laughs> that is literally so ridiculously industry. true. Um, you want, I'll, I'll send it back to you. Um, well, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Oh. Nice. <laughs> professional. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> that was ages ago. <laughs> it's, it's literally me being an oldie and me not being able to remember. The first year I moved? Well, the first job, it doesn't have to be the first year unless you're like a baller like that and you like were working off the <laughs> I wasn't. I definitely don't think I was. Well, I guess. It could also be like your most memorable. It doesn't have to be like your first. I mean, I honestly think that the first one was going to be when I did Dead Man's Party with Teresa Stone at Six Flags. Because that was like the, that was the first year that she like took over as choreographer and yeah. like, literally brought on a whole new cast and like what a, whole a powerhouse new, like, cast oh that was too yeah. that like i just remember like i literally remember at the time i was working at um bsw like the shoe store on 34th street and i remember getting like a literal text from Teresa, like while i was at my shift at dsw being like hey if you haven't heard yet like we're still looking for guys for this show that i'm doing at six flags like can you please submit? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> if Teresa Stone calls you, you answer Teresa Stone. That's just like one <laughs> of the entire dance industry. I would do anything. I think if Teresa told me to eat a worm, I would probably no. do it. I would do anything. I, she, I think exactly. she's the coolest person in the whole world. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like, again, remember that moment of her like reaching out being like, we need guys, please submit. And I did. And it's everyone always talks about like even when Meredith did it her first year they everybody always talks about like the audition and like having to like oh my god pick the a most, song and like the most extensive it. audition I have ever <laughs> experienced it literally lasted like 10 hours but, like, I was you it had was, to lip sync in the audition 
to say that I didn't go like both years I did it the first year and the second year both years I submitted a video and didn't have to go through that like lengthy lengthy and process. I literally hate him for it he didn't have to do it at all. <laughs> and it was so brutal <laughs> but oh I was God. very fortunate enough to like that she reached out and said please like you know send me this this and this here's the choreo it was still pretty extensive because like you know Teresa like She's she's a hard. Well, head. it like, wasn't as extensive as being there for ten hours. But it was still and... okay. But it was. Still, <laughs> like, send me the choreo. He said, "I'm gonna send it to you at like four o'clock. I'll be expecting your like video at like five. Oh, so, that was like pre like learning things from video. Like now, it's like it's so much more common and easier to learn from video with like dance right. world being virtual, and then also like TikTok." taking back over home, like it was a little you know, hard. that is so true yeah that back in true. my day we didn't right. have video right. <laughs> all of that to say that that i think that was probably like my most memorable like you know favorite performance yeah performance like experience that i've had yeah i would say that for me too even though like that was basically me telling my half the story too but that was my first like big girl i'm getting paid for this job my first like professional thing where i was like feeling like wow self you are in a professional environment and you can tell because you're really struggling was 
a video shoot that I did, and you'll relate to this because you did pro sem. But it was the mo- I had me and my roommate Mackenzie. We were both asked to do this video shoot, like obviously no paid, no budget concept shoot, and it was in Brooklyn, and it was the morning of the pro sem show, like the final show where the agents are coming, <laughs> the creme de la creme moment. Oh my up. god! Like you know, we're like young New York professionals. We're not going to say no to an opportunity. So we're like, of course we'll do it. So we get up at like 5 a.m. We go all the way to Brooklyn, get like halfway lost in Brooklyn, find the video shoot. We learn all the choreography when we get there. We shoot for like four hours. Then we leave and go like straight to get ready for the pro sim show, do the whole show. And that was like, that day I was so exhausted, but I was like, I'm a working dancer. <laughs> I'm I'm working my fingers to the bone. <laughs> but yeah. it was like totally yeah. one day. Yeah, but it was no. It's funny how I feel like that's changed a little bit, at least in this year of like glamorizing the hustle and the grind and the like starving artist mentality. I feel like having this pause because of the pandemic has really shifted the way people have thought. And I know at least for me, I'm like, I don't want to live uncomfortably and unhappy and like stressed out. Like there are ways to be a professional dancer and not be like, pulling your hair out eating ramen noodles all the time that is so we talk about that stuff all the time and it's literally crazy sometimes I think about the even the fact that I don't know I just it's so crazy to think about the stuff we used to do and like yeah you're I relate to that so much having the time to slow down has like so put so many things into perspective it's it's literally insane not not say that I wouldn't take class at 9 p.m. but even sometimes now I look at the clock and it's like 9 30 and I'm like can you imagine that sometimes we would just be finished warming up for class literally even just like taking class because you feel like you have to take class but maybe you don't really want to be taking class or maybe that class is not actually going to be teaching you anything you're just there because you know that's where the popular people are and so that you think you have to be there too but really, that's not the place that's going to benefit you as a dancer because we are all different types of dancers. We shouldn't all be trying to be the same type of dancer. So oh we shouldn't all be taking God. the same class. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you have these conversations with us. No, it's like I do. About I'm actually all. at your house right now. I think you are. I like would believe it. But we talk about that all the time. Just like being removed from that mindset, like – and like looking back at that at your old life like from the third person perspective being like what right like it was it's it's like crazy to think about like yeah. the mind i agree with you that it's like it's going to have to shift so much because now that everybody has like stepped out of the whole mind game of it long enough to be like what is actually going on <laughs> like i feel like my whole entire perspective on the entire industry is like completely different now like it's it's literally crazy I think it'll be yeah I hope that I hope that things I mean now things are kind of opening up BDC is like half open and things are I just I get worried that things are just gonna like jump back to what we know because it's comfortable and easy but I really hope that like we can all take time and there's a yeah like a switch up yeah Yeah. I agree like a kick in the butt to like do something different I think there will be at least for a while yeah and I mean for you guys it must be so so different because you have literally been able to create your entire own opportunities you guys have like 
really created and set up something so sturdy for yourself, which is like so cool. Like you don't have to please other people. You can kind of be in control of your creative artistic path now. And like all just because of like some crazy dances. Like, I mean, I don't know if like, we'll get into this maybe after we play our first game because I know that this this is going to open a whole door of just I have so many questions but yeah I don't know I mean it's just it's so cool that you can really take control of your path and everyone's path is different I know they say that so much you know like every class you've been to every like master seminar and workshop and program they always say like your path is your own and like you know but it's I don't think it really felt like that until everything shut down. It felt like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe for people who are privileged with this or they have this connection or they have this extra money lying around, they can can do what they want and make a path. But it's true. Like, you can really, like, if you put your whole heart into it and you really are authentic to yourself, I think that this year has really shown that you can create something for yourself. So I love that. And I, yeah. That's so cool. Boom. <laughs> I'm, I know no TikTok moves. Let's actually play our first game. So this game is really fun, especially for the viewers. You guys can participate in this. It is Would You Rather? <laughs> so I let everyone know ahead of time, don't worry. It's nothing too crazy. It's a pre-made game. So, but I've actually started to run out of them. Like I've used them so many times that I think I'm going to have to get people to like submit would you rather questions because I'm running out. But I'm a little worried because I feel like people get a little crazy with would you rather. So, I don't know. But we'll keep it it PG-13. So, I'm going to randomly pick and see what we get. And you guys can both answer separately, obviously, because you're both... Two individual humans. So, <laughs> would you rather never be able to open your mouth or have to spell out words when you speak instead of being able to say complete words? Interesting that they're both about words in your mouth. Yeah. I would definitely go for spelling before I'd go for saying nothing at all. Yeah, oh my gosh, so I'm a talkaholic. I could never literally shut up. I would die. <laughs> I, would, I would die. I think I would have to spell out the words too. That's just... To never speak? I'd learn sign language and have to hack it because I wouldn't have to spell and I can't spell. Look oh at my you. Gosh. I spelled my name really wrong that time though. H-A-L-E-Y. Oh. Little so secret. Bad. Little secret I have. <laughs> yeah. No. I think I would also pick that. Well, ugh. I mean, it would help me. My spelling is atrocious. So maybe having to spell would really just you know, be like a constant tutor. Right. That's Do you true. guys have any words that like, no matter what you spell wrong and they're like really easy words and like autocorrect still can oh and fix Opportunity. it? Definitely. Calendar for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know why every time I mess up calendar and I mess it up so wrong, autocorrect doesn't even know what I'm trying to say. Opportunity is another I cannot do opportunity, and we have to say it in emails all the time. And I'm all <laughs> Opper, opor, op. I, yeah, I just don't know either. I don't know. Yeah, rough. It's rough. Spelling's rough. It's okay. so weird. Ooh, would you rather have to crawl everywhere like a lizard, or never be able to close your eyes? Um, that's really hard. 
I don't think that I could crawl everywhere like a lizard. I think that I would want to live my life with my eyes open forever. Would it be painful though? Uh, uh, would they dry out? Good luck crawling around like a lizard with your back. That's which <laughs> I don't know. I already got bad eyes. I had to go change my glasses before this this interview. Are you kidding? I'm going eyes open. I might go lizard. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't like, know. I might have to pick eyes open, but I'm lucky that I don't have contacts or anything. So I just stock up on, you know, and as long as it's dark. I mean, some people do sleep with their eyes kind of open. Like, I've had yeah. sleepovers with people, and yeah. their eyes are, like, a little open in the night. You get up. Yeah, I just yeah. can't imagine. I know, but I guess we'd learn to live with it. I have too yeah. many eye problems. Uh, yeah, it's I know. Like, we're would be like a fish, you know? Yeah. We're going to be an awful wonky dance duo with you as a lizard. <laughs> Lizards <laughs> with red eyes. Okay, last one. Would you rather have a giraffe neck or fingers for toes? Let me weigh each option for a second. I have really long fingers. I guess this is a technicality, but I wonder if it would have to be my fingers or if I could pick whose fingers because like I've got some friends with some really short fingers, but I have like, yeah, my I have is. very big hands. Oh, I have, girl. I have freaky fingers, but honestly, my toes are as long as my pinky finger. So like yeah, I kind of already is. have finger toes. I kind of have finger toes also. You, you don't get to say anything about my finger toes. <laughs> that uh, requires no agreeing or disagreeing. <laughs> Silence. Um, I have finger toes. Giraffe tech might be kind of helpful. Right. I can finally, finally see Candace Brown at the front of the room. I'm so dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> I could swim off row, but still see. I'm going giraffe neck. <laughs> I think I might go giraffe neck too. I'm trying to take class. It's the best wow. way I can. Yeah, and like you could always see if someone was coming, and you would never get lost in a crowd. Times Square, who is she? Showering's gonna be different. You would have to have a very tall apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if it's like the winter, okay with it. Custom turtlenecks too. Mm Mhm. And like that neck can get cold. But wouldn't you also need custom shoes if you had fingers for toes? Not me and Haley. Yeah, we already have that. Those would be some long shoes, y'all. I'll just, like, go half only a size. If you, only if you're getting, like, those toe shoes, you know, for, like, those people who, like, oh, run yeah. with those toes. Oh, that freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. No way. Not a fan. Yeah, I'm sticking giraffe. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so you sh- this has never happened before, but we have a would-you-rather submission from the I audience. I'm going to put it up on the screen. It says... <laughs> Would you rather go briefly into the past to meet and talk to your great-great-grandparents or go into the future? Oh, it went away before I could read because I am a slow reader. Or go into the future and meet and talk to your great-great-grandkids. That is such a good Wow, bubble wrap. You killed that. Uh, Wow. I want to go hard. I would want to go talk to my great-great-grandparents. And impart wisdom. I feel like I have no wisdom to impart yet. Like, I would be doing my great-great-grandchildren a disservice by, like, or at least, like, right now. I feel like I'd also, like, mess it up. Like, I'd be thinking all the time, like, what if I do something to mess up this future life? Because now I know. But in the past, I could just know. 
Right. I definitely like, that's go already past. happened. Yeah. Huh. I'd go past. I think I'd go past too. That's really that's good. That's a really though. good question. That's a really good one. I really love good. that. Wow, I'm saving that one. Let's get into it. Let's talk TikTok. My very first question. Can I feel stupid? I know I should be able to figure this out. And I think you know what my question is going to be. Cost and Mayor. Clearly, <laughs> Mayor is Meredith. Cost is Austin. Yes. This is, this, is my, this is my deduction, okay? This is what I've been racking my brain. Oh my gosh, I love that you're going to guess. This no one ever guessed me. Okay. Yeah. Because I have been working through this since your first post. So, Meredith, Mayor mayor and then i don't know where the the last part comes but i feel like it's because it's mayor it sounds kind of like mayor if you say it slow mayor yeah then austin costin aust aust i don't know where the c comes from because your last name starts with a t and Meredith's last name starts with a B, so maybe there's a secret because of your middle name or something, or or maybe it's just not that deep, and I'm just bored because of the pandemic, and I no, need to do some. Like, you're, you're totally on the right track. You really are. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Okay, lay it on me because I can't, I can't <laughs> handle it anymore. You really no, you really killed that. We actually like we get this. This is like our number one asked question, literally yeah. ever, and we're always kind of. We, we don't under we totally get why it confuses people because like oh, what yeah. the heck does that even mean but we're always confused like at least you deducted like who is who like people always ask us which one is which and we're always like you know even if you don't get it i feel like you could deduct like you could deduct that mayor is mayor and right. Right. yeah right. but because i think also because i know people call you mayor yeah as a nickname so i was like oh duh that makes sense and then like ost cost it sounds very similar right Right. Yeah, break off piece of the story. So when we were in New York, we, and still to this day, we love playing like cards. Like we play all kinds of card games and stuff, but we're also very competitive. So we obviously like keep score of who's winning and who wins. And so we were in the park one day and we were, you know, playing card games and we always keep like the tally on our phones, like on the notes app. So one of us opens the, like says like, hey Siri, like make a note that says Aust and Mayor. And she goes, okay, making a note that says Cost and Mayor. Because those are words. Because those are actual like words. Yeah. Oh my Austin God, so it's Siri. And so when she wow. said that in like a little Australian like setting that we have, like accent on our phones, like we just thought that was like Hilarious. the funniest thing ever. And so, I mean, when it got to like the moment of us like deciding on like making a TikTok together, we were like, let's just call it. Let's Austin just go Mayor. with Austin Mayor. Because that's always at the top of our like little notes. Right. Like all of our notes, like that keep like tally and points, it always just says Austin Mayor. Oh so, my God. That's I love so, that. You did. Yeah. You have it. It's just our notes. Okay. Cool. And it was just like the AI is what got me. You know, but just being a human, it was enough. Right, right. right. If I had so, been an AI, I would have really understood. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so that leads me to my next question. 
what made you guys start a joint TikTok? When did that happen? Like, how, what was the, uh, the birth of this grand journey for you? The birth? Well, we probably, you relate to this because you're a dancer and went through a pandemic too, but I mean, the first week or so was like a cute break. You know, we were working our fingers to the bone, like we were talking about, and the pandemic was on. Like, I remember when everyone had that moment, like, oh, maybe it'll be kind of nice, you know? Like, we finally take some time for ourselves. So I said, well, obviously, we're in New York. I can backtrack a little bit. But we were in New York, and I said, oh, let's just go stay with my family for two weeks. It'll be like nothing but a thing. We'll just take a little vacation. We'll come right back. Also, at this point, we'd only been dating for like two months. So we pack our bags and we go to North Carolina, which is obviously where we literally sit right now, <laughs> a year later. But we, yeah, we went to North Carolina. We had our cute little one week break. And then after that, it started, it started getting old really, really quickly. And we were kind of being bums and sort of similar, similar to Austin's mom and his origin story my <laughs> mom was like okay you guys literally like have to do something you're like wasting away in my home and we were like you're yeah, pretty right and she was like well you know all those kids are like doing the tiktoks these days you guys can dance why don't you just try that out we were like that's so stupid mom like we're professionals we're not the kids <laughs> and we got desperate enough and we tried it all because my mom said that we needed to get off our butts <laughs> so did you start off doing like the pre-made, you know, the pre-popular TikToks, or did you just from the jump make your own dances? Oh no, we started doing the popular TikToks. Totally. Definitely. We we did the popular ones, we did the popular songs. We didn't do too many before we started because when we were trying to learn them, you know, we've we've got the dancer brains that are like, oh well like what if we threw this in and oh what if we like did this little locking section at the end because that would be so cute with this music and yada 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 and we would we started slowly but surely like adding our own little flair to trends and that's what like people were noticing like our very first video that got over a million views it honestly was probably like in our first 10 videos like it happened pretty fast yeah, it, did. it was us doing a dance trend that we hadn't made up but we added like these like walking like, witch ways at the end and people thought that was really funny because it was just like tacked on to a trend that they recognized and so then from then on out, because people were recognizing all the stuff that we did that wasn't the trend, we were just like, let's, like, what are we doing? Like, let's just say, screw it. We're professional right. dancers. Like, let's just. Why would we not just why make we not up just our own? share our own work? Right. So then we started yeah. doing all of our stuff. And that's when it really like, that's when we had a niche. You know what I mean? Like, that was like, you knew what you were before and you knew. We, we kind of got a brand after that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We started becoming right. like. Thing that was recognizable i guess more or less but when was like the time where you were you first realized like oh like this this is gonna be a thing like was it was was it quick or were you guys like still kind of in the mindset like this is just fun and funny and something to do during this pandemic or were you like oh wait like we could actually make something of this like this could be a thing um i don't know what came first or was it the very first ad we did like the very first sponsored thing we ever did the first people that really reached out to us was sheets the oh, gas yeah. station they were like we want you to like go to a sheet and dance about our breakfast sandwiches and we were like oh my gosh 
Yeah, we'll go dance by your breakfast sandwiches. Because it was like sheets, like that's huge. Right, like, we're like, that's come on, in, sheets. In like my hometown, it's huge here in like North Carolina. Like, nobody knows sheets, you know what I mean? And like that was, I think that was, that was the first. Was that the first partnership we did? Was the lamp. No, it's sheets was first. Well, I think that was when it was, it like became a, at least in my mind, I don't want to speak for both of us, maybe we had two different moments. You mean the lamps or sheets? No, sheets. Yeah. But also, like, sheets was cool. I still feel like when, when it was sheets, we did, we only had like 100,000 followers and we did sheets. Yeah. Which is interesting because, like, why would sheets want, <laughs> <laughs> why would sheets want us with 100,000 followers to, like, dance about their breakfast sandwiches? Sometimes I think about that. What were they doing? But. <laughs> But yeah, I think that was that was like a moment where I was like, wow, maybe this could like be, be something, something that yeah. could take us somewhere. And I don't know. It took me like a long time to actually think that this would go somewhere. <laughs> like, or at least be like sustainable. Like so many people, especially on TikTok, it's like such a different type of algorithm. Like, like so many people get so big and then you never hear about them again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it definitely takes like, dedication and like originality to be somebody that like yeah. gets a lot of followers but then like continues getting attention because so many people are just like a couple hit wonders and then you like never see them on the app again True. and yeah. so when we had like 500 600 followers like i wasn't and we were doing ads like you still never know if you're gonna like go out of style as fast as you got into style right but I think that we're at a really, really good point now, especially like I feel very connected to the people that follow us and mm-hmm. like we just recognize so many of them, we like know them by name and they comment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like we have a really, really good like support base now that makes me feel like it's like an actual like sustainable thing. Mm-hmm. Where uh, like it's not, it's not really like the ads and campaign like money that feels sustainable to me. It's like the it's like the people and the base around it right. because. I, I mean, I ads come and go, but people are forever. I'll stop talking now. Yeah. So. No, I think you, you really have had, like a community. I feel like you've built yeah. a community. Right. You have such a clear. I mean, your dances are so different than what like the TikTok dances are. Like you have energy in your movement. You have big movement. You have complicated stuff. You know, but like people who aren't dancers can still learn that and follow it, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I think it was the same for me. Like, Sheets was, again, like, such a huge thing in my hometown. Like, I just remember, like, being in high school and, like, being with your friends. And, and like, like, going to Sheets. Yeah, like, let's go for a Sheets run. Like, and you, like, it was, like, 12.30 at night, like, 1 a.m., and you're, like, running to Sheets to get, like, you know, snacks and milkshakes and stuff. And, like, I don't know, just, like, having, like, a brand like that reach out and be, like, like so we want cool. you to promote us. It was, like, so, so cool. And, like, promote us with dance. Like, they wanted us to dance. I, I still, like, we do it on a regular basis now, but I still think it's so cool that, like, random brands that have nothing to do with dance, like, want us to promote their brand through dance. Like, I think that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I feel like that's also, TikTok has maybe change the I mean it's definitely changed the dance industry I feel like it's made dance so much more mainstream and like you know there's like kids everywhere there's people everywhere who aren't professional dancers who might have been too afraid to dance but they you know do a TikTok dance and it's like they're not scared to do it because it's fun and like it's it's bringing dance to everyone I mean as much as people 
you know, like trash TikTok and everything. It really is creating it's so cool. dance into the mainstream. It's so cool. It's such a good thing. I feel like especially so many dancers too. I feel like slam TikTok, like being this, like, like as if it's this, that we actually, we talk, this is a topic we talk about a lot being like industry dancers that are also like now in this like media field. Yeah, because there's, like, the TikTok dancers and the real dancers, and it's, like... Right. Yeah. It's definitely a topic that, like, comes up a lot, and people, like, ask our opinion about it a lot. And I'm, like, because so many dancers, I feel like, slam TikTok for, like, cheapening dance or, like, the opportunity, like, just the opportunities that people have to, I guess, like, go viral and get noticed for doing, like, quote-unquote, like, less impressive things. And that makes a lot of dancers mad. I think, and I, and I get that to an extent, but like to an extent, because I feel like as dancers, if anything, like we have an app that's literally halfway based off of like dance marketing, and like it's encouraging so many people to just like be confident and post themselves dancing. Like half the people that post themselves dancing online would probably never, you never, you never do that on Instagram. If TikTok wasn't a thing, you know what it's I true. mean? Like yeah. It's literally crazy, like, the confidence people have to, like, put themselves out there. Like, pe- non-dancers do our stuff all the time, and it honestly blows us away how well they do yeah. half the time. Both of our mentions, they'll be like, oh my gosh, these people are killing it. And to see people that do our choreography on a regular basis and, like, see them improve. Uh, yeah, there's that's this the coolest one thing. Woman, it's so cool. There's this one woman that was doing our dances as, like, a postpartum, like, journey weight loss journey and she's yeah. low-key getting so good like we watch her all the time she's been going she, for like 30 40 days or maybe something like longer that. than maybe that longer by than now that. but like, like we're all the time because she always like does our stuff and tags us but like even like just the other day we were like holy crap she's literally getting so good like you can literally tell she's improving like yeah. it's so cool to like yeah. see people improve and like their confidence growing because they're like putting themselves out there mm-hmm. and they're getting a response. Like, I think it's awesome. It is really cool. And I think as dancers, we should do nothing but like hype that up. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, brilliant. personally, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified to post and learn a TikTok dance. So I'm always like so much props to the people who are like out there. One learning from a video that's not like slowed down or like, mirrored or like you know like that is a skill and then to have the confidence to post it even if they're just posting it to like 10 people that's like that's so scary like i am so scared of posting like tiktok dances or just i mean anything i mean that's a personal problem i need to get over but like it's (laughs) so cool that like that is something that people are finding confidence in because i think that dance is so important for so many other reasons besides the steps Yes. As kids, especially because I teach kids, it's like you learn so much more from dance, whether it's in just your room or in a classroom or when you're older or when you're younger, like you learn so many skills from dance. It is so important and vital, I think, to the world. And it's clearly something that speaks to everyone. I mean, look at this is a global sensation. People all over the world are learning these dances. So it's like, I think that is so cool. And it's, it's like, such a dance. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, the whole reason we were so fascinated just by TikTok in general before we even started posting. Because it's, like, this enigma of, like, a social media app that's literally, like, powered by dance. It's crazy. Like, especially at the beginning, it was, like, yeah. all... Your dance, like, dances, like, run the show on TikTok. I, I mean, even now, more... Like, obviously, now TikTok is so much broader. Like you said, like, 
there's candle making talk and this talk and that talk and, and, cooking, and, and cooking and even like cleaning DIYs. Like um, there's sex. so much stuff. And like it's, it's literally crazy. But just the fact that dance has such a powerful like voice in that community is insane to me. That's why I just think it's so important to like just stop the labeling of like real dancers and TikTok dancers. I know. And... I even hate when people comment on our posts like People like, like and be like, oh my gosh, these TikTok dancers could never do that. And I like hate when people say that on our posts because I would never want to post something and like, like quote unquote non dancers feel like they couldn't try. Right. Because first of all, there's no such thing as a non dancer. Anybody that gets up and moves is a dancer. I mean, there's people that are classically trained and people that aren't. There's people that are urban style training some people that are right. you know what I mean like there's there's all kinds of different types of dancers and people that are trained and different tracks or different levels or and everybody should feel like they can try it yeah. and I feel like labeling dancers versus like real dancers versus like TikTok dancers is like such a toxic thing yeah. everybody's a dancer and everyone needs to chill yeah I love that I think that's that's such a good point what was your first dance that you saw like a lot of people learning and like re recreating was there like one that just popped off and you were like oh my god everyone's doing our choreo the first time that happened was like i said we were that first one that went viral was not our choreo it was like well we attacked on our own choreo to the ending but it was like somebody else's main trend um and the first, then after that was when we started doing all of, basically all of our own stuff. And the first one that was all of our, all our original dance was to a song called Magic in the Hamptons. It was really, really trendy last summer. And it was a song that was super hot on TikTok and we created a dance to it. And a lot of people did that. Yeah. And that was the first time that people were like learning our choreo and like, and, like tagging, tagging us. Yeah. And like Which was so cool. DCing is like big on TikTok. You know what I mean? It was cool to see like. What does that mean? It means dance challenge. It's like how TikTok credits people. Like you'll put your caption and then you put like DC costume oh, there. Oh. I know. Ooh, the I'm learning all the terminology. <laughs> it was cool to see like everybody doing our steps and crediting us. Like that was definitely, that video was a moment where we were like, holy crap. So many people, people know who we are, are doing this and video doing and tagging us. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy to see people do your own choreo, especially like from all over the world, like the Philippines and like Australia and like and Dublin. And yeah. It's so cool. It's, it's really, so really crazy. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I mean, I have so many more questions that I could ask you about TikTok, but I want to talk about your other passions outside of dance, outside of TikTok. Like, what are some things I know, Meredith? You play guitar, but I, I would love to know a little more about like your other passions because you are full humans. You do not live on the internet in a little phone on an app. You are <laughs> real people who have twenty four hours in the day. So right. I'd love to know a little bit more about like what you what you're passionate about. Besides, clearly you're very passionate about dance, but. <laughs> Um, other passions. Um, since the pandemic Lovato started, <laughs> I got really into watching baking shows. This is mm. lame. Now I Which make ones? Like, Which ones though? Um, the Great British Baking Show. Are yes. you obsessed with it? Yes, I'm obsessed. Oh, I love it. I was hoping you were going to say that. I 
went through like a whole phase. I only stopped the phase not on my own terms, but because my entire family was like, okay, we've watched through like all eight collections. Like we can't keep watching it. And I was like, you don't want to rewatch the pies. Like just because we've seen it once, it doesn't matter. But everyone like fall asleep watching them and then have to rewatch because I missed bits. They're so <laughs> good. And now I love like making cakes. Me and my papa like make cakes together because like I'm around North Carolina, which has been such a great thing. And uh, yeah, besides making pound cake with Papa, we, yeah, I do play guitar. Here's the thing. I, my really good guitar, I have another one here, but I'm just staring at her like sad body in the corner, but I actually just got her back like last week because I, it was in New York, like along with the rest of my stuff. So I haven't been, I used to be very, very into playing guitar and like music in general, but I've, I've gotten so like out of it during the pandemic just because I didn't have the guitar that I liked to play. So I really haven't been like as into that recently, even though I will always be so passionate about it. But I, yeah, I've been like making muffins and stuff. It's I awesome. love that. I love that. <laughs> I make yeah, you, you benefit from that too. <laughs> I, really do. I make some like dips too. Back when it was like football season, I would make like game day dips for everybody, which were like also a big hit, not to shoot my own horn. They but, really were though. But yeah, I've been liking making stuff. Your turn. I don't I don't even know what I do. What do I do? You like grilling. We're both we've taken up the culinary art. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean I love, you know, being able to just like help around with the family. I love grilling, like when like her mom needs me to like grill like steaks and chicken. Like I love that. So much yeah. fun. He's really good at it too. Like we had skewers the other night with like grilled pineapple and stuff. So good. He gets fancy. He sometimes. gets fancy and it's been <laughs> so great. But yeah, we just we love we love playing video games. That's kinda lame. Yeah, we bought a we bought a Wii off Facebook Marketplace like month. Nice. And then And we played through a bunch of the Lego games. We're like super nerds. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna pause my my threading but you guys keep going because i want to be able to play our last game our questions game apologies if that was very loud to anyone um so (laughs) this game is less of a game and more of a mystery so we've got these color-coded cards i'm gonna pick one from each category which, it, what are the categories? I can't tell you. I don't know what they are. I loosely color-coded, so we'll see. Sometimes I veto some of them because they're lame. Pick a color. Any color. Um, do you want to you talk about it? Purple. What do you love most about yourself? That's a, hard, that's a hard one, honestly. At least for me. Maybe that says more about my my personal life than I Like should. physically or like anything about myself, like personality-wise or like... Yeah, it could be anything. Anything that is the being that is you. Um, Are you struggling with the question or with your threading? Both. He's got like one thread through one hole and he just keeps looking at his and then looking at mine <laughs> and then looking at his and looking at mine and being like... But how do I mean? How do I know how much thread to you? Sorry, it doesn't matter. No, it's okay. It'll be fine. Because you can always restart from the back if you, you run don't. out of thread. We'll be fine. My favorite thing about myself is um, I, I'm just like a like a diehard eternal optimist. 
like I I pride myself on being like okay in every situation like I'm never like super stressed that I like won't be okay you know what I mean like at the end of the day I'm like even if all this is like totally like hitting the fan like I'll still probably be all right you know what I mean like I I think that my favorite thing about myself is like what's the what's the word for it like ability to bounce back yeah I don't know there's got to be a a concise word for that but I it's yeah, lost yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's it's lost in my brain too it's on the tip of my tongue it'll fly into my head in like 10 minutes and I'll just blurt it out while we're talking about something else yeah <laughs> I think that I like my optimism slash humor like carries me through a lot of like not so cute situations I'd probably say that was my favorite thing about me nice I love that um I think I have it. Okay, I think I honestly love that, like, how, like, I just feel like I really like to, like, put people before me and, like, put mm. what they need or what they may, like, want, yeah. like, before what I think I need or want. He's definitely really, really good. I can attest to that. He's um, very, very giving. I just like sure. to, I just, I guess for lack of better words, I just like to make sure that everybody else is okay before like, I can sit down and make sure, like, like, I want to make sure that everything, everybody has what they need at the dinner table before I sit down to have the dinner. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I was going to say, I know that you guys are big into breakfast, and I feel like that's that's something that I feel shows exactly that quality because yeah. I feel like you're, like, always, like, master breakfast maker, I hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear through the social internets of that. Yeah. <laughs> we are Amazing. You heard right. Okay, next color. Oh. Go Rogan, just pick one. Orange. <laughs> Ooh, okay. If you could change your first name, what would you change it to? Whoa. Oh my gosh. I always think that I could um, pull off like, uh, like a boy name really well. Boy, boy lack of, for better, lack of better term. Like a, like a gender neutral name. Right, like. like- like Elliot like, or something like yeah 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 or some yeah or like Ryan or like Jordan or like some sort of gender neutral name I've never been like I don't know I just feel like one of those names could have suited me a little bit better I feel like Meredith is like a very like prissy name almost I don't know not that it doesn't like fit me because I feel like it doesn't fit me especially the way I spell it kind of weird I guess is like more me but just the yeah. name in general like I feel like that's always like I also grew up the parent trap being my favorite movie and Meredith was like the prissy antagonist and so that always like and I was like I don't want to share a name with her that's so not me (laughs) but yeah I feel like I would pick like like a boy name I can see it I can see it for lack of a better term because I feel like these days gender is a construct right right right. but for lack of a better just like one of those neutral I, names. I got you. I got you. Yeah, like Jesse. Like I'm thinking yeah. of like Full House or something. Austin, what about you? What would you pick? What would I change my name to? I guess not what I would change it to. But... Side note, my parents always told me that if I was a boy, my name would have been Carter Bryce. And I always tell them, like, why didn't you name me that anyway? That is such a cool name. And it would have been so cool for a girl that they yeah. didn't name yeah, and I just think that Carter Bryce would have been like a cool name that I would have pulled off really well, and they robbed me <laughs> of it. 
Um, I love that. I don't know. Why have I never thought of that before? You've always he identified re- as an Austin. He just doesn't even think about it. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> like a couple of months ago, I was randomly just like, you know, why did your parents name you Austin? Like, like, is it a family name? And he was like, no, yeah. it's not a family name. And I was like, well, why'd they name you that? And he was like, I don't know. Well, also- and I was like, you've never asked? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, here's the thing. My, all of my brothers and sisters, all of our names start with the letter A. Like, Ooh. Uh, I'm Austin. My younger brother is Andrew. And my youngest sister is Elena. Oh. Shout out to Elena. Yeah, shout out <laughs> to the fam. But, I mean, I guess just after my mom named my sister Alyssa, she was just like, let's go let's with A's. Like, why not? We're here, aren't we? And so yeah. the A's kind of stuck. So You could be Adam. I guess you're keeping A names. Right. I think that's where I like that's where I immediately go. It's like You could go with like Ashley, but for a boy. There's like you know, like Ashton. He could totally pull off Ashton. You could pull off Ashton. Ashton. For a boy. I like that too. I like Ashton. That's yeah. cool. People call me Ash cool. like from Pokemon. Oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And then they'd be like, gotta catch them all. So I love it. <laughs> Alright, you're Ash. <laughs> okay, next color. You pick, I pick. Uh pink. What is your culinary specialty? That's kind of we already kind of talked about these. Yeah, Austin's definitely a griller. I a griller. A griller. <laughs> Is, is it? I don't even know. Um, I think that I err on the side of baking. I'm really good at making like no flour, no sugar, like clean muffins that still taste really, really good. Oh, interesting. I also love making like my own homemade granola. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm really into that right now. So good. So like baked goods, I would say. Like granola, healthy muffins, stuff like that. Nice. All right, last one of these questions. Ooh, it's a deep one for the last one. What is one thing you regret having done or not done in life? So I guess you could pick something you regret doing or something you regret not doing, which is a big question. (laughs) That's a good one, though. It is. Um, I would – you answer first. I feel like I'm – I'm a literal bulldozer when we do like podcasts and media, and I'm like, I think this, I think that, blah, blah, blah. I never give you a chance to I will probably go to my grave saying this, but I used to play the saxophone. I used to be like super, super passionate about it. And I was low-key really, really good at it. And all of my teachers were like, you could go so far and like you could be so great. And like if you really stuck at this because – I just like had a lot of natural talent for like reading the music. Like I played clarinet for a long time. I played a lot of instruments, random fact, but I was like really, really like I excelled a lot. I like alto saxophone and I was really passionate about it. I still am really passionate about it. And I wish I still played because saxophone music like feeds my soul and I just love it so much. And I had a lot of potential, but I was at like, I was younger. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like what the cool girls were doing. Yeah. And, I, I gave it up because I was like, nah, like, I'd rather go out with the cheer squad because, like, the nerdy boys, like, played instruments, you know what I mean? And, like, I I didn't want to, like, sacrifice my time to, like, rehearse for the jazz band instead of, like, be a cute cheerleader, you know what I mean? And I, I always regret that because I really was, like, so, so passionate about it, and I think that I could have, like, probably... But maybe I don't regret it because if I was like some sort of musician, then we wouldn't even be sitting here like on a podcast talking about life. And I probably would have never met you. And what would that have been? You know what I mean? Like, 
So maybe I don't like regret it, but it, I always feel sad that I gave that up because deep down I, I gave it up for the wrong reasons. Like I didn't want to give it up. I just did it because it wasn't cool. Mm. And I always thought that was like dumb of me. Yeah. It's funny that you were like, you said something about like an instrument. Like I was going to say, I wish that, and this is probably going to sound like so like minuscule and probably not as deep as we were looking for. <laughs> But I wish I would have, like, I, I mean, I guess I could still, but, like, when I, like, talking about how I first started dancing, like, I was a triple threat, like, I <laughs> actually did, like, kind of, like, take my like, singing seriously, and, like, I, you know, I worked at it, like, I was in chorus, I was in concert choir, like, I was taking, you know, voice lessons when I was in high school, and... He gave up on being a theater boy. I just, I did, I really, really did, but, like, I low-key love theater like Actually, I really really do when we first started dating in the city I was trying to con him into going to take Al Blackstone with me for so long because you know me like I'm kind of a theater queen on the side like yeah. like <laughs> I just be like running around in my Leducas when nobody's looking yeah and I love taking theater class so much and I used to always yeah. be like come on you used to do the shows like come take class with me like come on and he never would I just, I, yeah I never I just feel like I I lost it and I wasn't about to go into like Broadway Dance Center theater Come class. On. To you could to- totally, totally, especially, I feel like for oh. guys, guys, unfortunately, maybe fortunately for you, like, you can start the theater dance late. Like, that is something, especially if you already are talented at dancing and singing, if you had it, you can get it back. I support that. And Meredith, I think you should start the saxophone again because my dad actually is a saxophone player. So, oh, saxophone, it's a sign, it's a sign that you should get that True. sax out, get that I horn out, that and start too. honking it. True. You could, you could do a, a saxophone theater show. Oh, don't even write say. Right, a, a TikTok musical. Those are things, right? They are a thing. A saxophone musical about a boy who's a triple threat. I think it would take <laughs> off. Oh my gosh, not about a boy who's a triple threat. <laughs> well the very last question that i ask everyone is what brings out your most creative self you first again i bulldoze (laughs) my most creative self what does i don't know do you want me to go first maybe um i would definitely say like (laughs) this sounds stupid but like taking a break like i don't i'm like a toxic workaholic and i put and the pandemic has helped me a lot in this way because it kind of forced me to slow down and like take a step back. But I, I don't know. I definitely don't like, I have all of my, my Capricorn sisters and brothers out there. Like <laughs> you guys know we, we just can't stop working. And I just like put a lot of pressure on myself. But I produce crap stuff when I do that. And like, it's like this toxic cycle of like producing nonsense because I'm, I don't feel like it, but then like forcing myself to do it because you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like a lot of dancers are like that because we have to like fight our way through everything so much, but just like slowing down kind of like you were saying when we were talking off camera earlier, just like being a human because you can't, if you're not a human first, then you have nothing to like make art about. And that's kind of like when people ask me about my, like my backstory of like starting dance a little bit later in life and how I feel about that. And is it ever challenging that I don't have like technique and blah, blah, blah. And I I always felt like, especially when I was like 
at the end of high school, getting into college, like when all the other dancers that had been dancing since they were like two were like burning out, they like hated it. And I was like so passionate about it. And I had so much to like dance about because I was like an angsty teen, but they didn't know how to do that because they'd been dancing since they were two. And that's what dancing was for them. And like, mm-hmm. I, I fully, like I'd be, I was a fully grown human being before I even like considered dancing for the first time. I wasn't like a dancer before I considered like human experience for the first time. Like I didn't like identify as like dancer. I identified as like a person who was just like giving it a shot. <laughs> and like that, I think yes. that's really a long way for me, like in my dance career, because I can always slow down and be like, okay, I realize that I'm being a workaholic right now, but like I'm a person first. And like, it has always served me well to like acknowledge the fact that I'm, I was, I am and always have been a person before I'm a dancer. So I like, have to serve that first that you have something to dance about so like taking a break and taking a step back really really like helps me and just like letting myself do fun things like go out on like a date instead of like doing the rest of our work or like like hang out with my mom even though i'm too busy too or like walking the dog so like doing little things that just like make me happy make me so much more like make me love what i do more mic drop that was great (laughs) (laughs) um honestly i think it's this is going to sound so cheesy, but it's just the fact that, like, I have a really, really, really incredible person to, like, be creative with. And it just, I don't know, like, Aww. it's it's different when you're, like, when you, like, I just remember, like, being, like, those times that I was, like, maybe alone in my apartment, like, trying to, like, you know, come up with choreography and, like, you know, I mean, Bex used to be my roommate, like when, you know, Bex maybe wasn't home. And like, I was just kind of there, like trying to create or trying to like, you know, even freestyle or just listen to music and just like come up with stuff. Like, it's just so hard when you're like in a space, like, and just knowing and being aware that you're alone. But like, Mm. literally this past year, it's like been such a different like experience. Because when I do get that feeling of like, you know, like people call it like choreo block or like whatever. Like when that happens, like I have someone that like mm-hmm. will kind of keep that creative juice like flowing. Yeah. And like even supply it like when I don't have it at all. Like, you know, yeah. we all have those days like mental health is beyond important. And a lot of us have experienced that in this past year because our lives were literally turned upside down. And so just having that like, that right person that's like next to you and with you, like trying to like, you know, do those things with you and, you know, I don't know, just be creative with you because you know, like I know in my heart that she's just as passionate about it as I am. And like, that just, that just makes like this job that we do. It's not even a job. Like it's not work. It's, it's so much fun that we get to like literally create for a living. That's so, so cool. And the fact that like, I have like this one to do it with is yeah, I feel like that's so true. Like Cherry that is cheesy, but like every time we talk about this and people ask us about block and like how we, especially because we're putting out choreo at like such a high volume, like we crank it out like there's no tomorrow. People are like, how do you just like keep coming up with new stuff? But like not even choreo, like concepts and ideas. Yeah. And, like, a way to portray choreography that like nobody has seen yet on TikTok. Yeah. And- yeah ask us about that a lot because we have to do it so often but we always say like we it's because we do it together like I have no idea how people do that stuff solo like if you're a solo like artistic content creator like 
go all the way off. Literally. Like I feel like I could never do it without you. Like yeah. we help each other so much. I have no idea how like what we would do if we weren't doing it together because we would be like I, we wouldn't even lost. like we couldn't even do it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't we wouldn't even be doing it. it at all. Quite honestly, yeah. it's it like to think about that. Like if we didn't have each other, we Seems wouldn't so be silly. doing it. Yeah. You know, doing this whole you know TikTok you know creator thing at all, and it's just so crazy. But yeah. I love that. That's so great. I love both of those answers were really awesome. And I think it's one of my favorite questions to ask people because it, it does seem that there are reoccurring themes and both of those are ones that, that people have, you know, taking breaks, taking time for yourself and then also having like a creative partner, someone to bounce energy off. Like it's so important. It just proves that like your environment and your human self is the most important thing. So I love that. Okay, so where can people find you if people don't, if if they're not one of the 1.3 million people who already know you, <laughs> where can people find you if they want to get in touch? Well, all of our handles are the same. It's all at cost, like how much does that purse cost, underscore, <laughs> like the mayor of your town. Cost in. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Doesn't what? Even know Literally music. gets our own music. <laughs> you say it. It's- <laughs> cost like how much does that cost underscore the letter n underscore and mayor m-a-y-o-r mayor uh, it's so funny that we always say like you say mayor you say mayor of like, your town I but like we can't say mayor because that yeah like we're always like mayor because mayor. Yeah. <laughs> i think but people might on, spell it wrong <laughs> right it's uh it's that on tiktok instagram um the whole we line. recently shout out oh, plug. plug we recently just started a youtube uh because youtube is starting like this shorts all we have on it is shorts and they're though. all shorts but like we're we're eventually gonna venture into like actual like you know maybe process videos oh like, are we tell like, me more i love to- it welcome to the youtube fam everyone oh, subscribe oh, he's really putting it out there i, I, am. I hope i, I love it speaking love into existence <laughs> Why not, you know? I'd love to hear more about all the things we're going to do on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's a work of process. (laughs) And YouTube is also cost and and mayor as well. Yeah. As well as Snapchat. Oh my gosh, and Snapchat. We're really broadening our horizons recently. Are you guys on Clubhouse? Are you guys on Twitter? Oh my gosh. gosh. We're not on Clubhouse, but is that cool? I have like a hundred invites I can send you on. Okay. I've got the hookup. <laughs> we don't know about how the whole clubhouse works. It's, it's a, whole, it's a yeah. crazy it's, world. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's scarier than TikTok for me. So good luck yeah. out there if you're on Clubhouse. It's totally <laughs> right now. We yeah, hear about it, it really everywhere. Yeah. Amazing. Well, if you would like to find me my personal instagram is Haley grove um and definitely check out the instagram for dancers doing stuff which is the show that you're watching right now um like and subscribe to the youtube channel essentially Haley, trying to get to a thousand subscribers so i'm at 232 right now so i got a little ways to go but definitely if you like this if you like crafts if you like dance subscribe uh, like this video share it with your mom um and you can also find the instagram dancers doing stuff and the 
recent uh, new thing is the Patreon. We have two amazing patrons, so shout out to Sophie and Karen. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Our Patreon's really cool because we have extra little perks and all these fun things. I won't go into it now, but the thing that I'm most excited about for the Patreon is once we get 100 patrons, I'm going to be donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help getting funded. So whether that's a concept video or a studio rental or, you know, you want to pay your dancers or you want to get them some really good snacks, um, just anything that I can do to give back to the dance community and create a community that is about giving and creating in a healthy, nice way. So That's definitely check so out all those things. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about that. But with that, I mean, I'm gonna just keep threading away. I'll post a picture if I ever finish this. Hopefully it doesn't look like garbage. I'm excited to see yours. It looks like you guys are like really making some progress. Okay, that looks legit. I see some eyeballs and a chin. Just I've got lips. some lashes. Your lips are good, though. Show them. Oh! Can't even see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, those lips are great. We're going to get somewhere. We will. Yeah, Once I, I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> awesome. Well, have a great night. Thank you for chatting with me. Oh, and... Thanks for having us. We've had the yes. best. <laughs> awesome. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night, good night everybody. Oh, my God.